0: another episode of monsters and murder i'm sam
1: and i'm shane
0: and we're recording for what feels like the first time in forever
1: yes we're back (laughs)
0: we're back life has been very mathy
1: yes
0: uh the month of june and i was not expecting uh for things to be as intense as they were taking summer classes so Mm -hmm. um but we are back we did not disappear
1: No. And I know people listen to our single episodes that I put out. So thank you guys for all the love on that. Because especially the first one got a lot of love. And that makes me feel really awesome.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) We did not leave. We have just been, well, our absence is because of me. Because I have just been spending about... What would you say? Like an additional 20 hours a week doing math homework? Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. Well, and June was a very busy month for me work-wise too. So it worked out perfectly that we were both busy at the same time. Sally, the podcast, suffered a little bit, but I like to think not terribly much.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, and I still was like doing research and, you know, getting stuff together. So So
1: yes, a little summer vacation, just a little one, but...
0: Yeah. And it's been, um, I I didn't want to, you know... Put content out that I wasn't able to mm-hmm. dedicate actual quality time to.
1: Yes, absolutely. Agreed.
0: So, okay. Well, we can go ahead and get into it. I told you, I was like, I feel like I'm doing this for the first time. <laughs> I get so nervous. <laughs> okay. So, you, I don't think that you know this. Mm-hmm. It's not a very widely known one, but it's very, like, it's a disappearance. Okay. Um, so, tonight I'm going to tell you about the disappearance of Patricia Adkins.
1: You're right. It is not something that is ringing a bell in my head.
0: No, and I had heard about this a couple years ago, and then I was watching um, Disappear, because there's an episode of Disappeared, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I remembered it." So, um, all right. So Patty Adkins disappeared from Marysville, Ohio, on June 29th, 2001. In the 22 years that she's been missing, there has been one person that investigators and Patty's family believe to be responsible. However, this person has never been officially named as a suspect. So, therefore, when I speak about this person in the story, I will be calling this man John. Okay. So, Patricia Patty Atkins was born on May 4th, 1974. She was the youngest of five children. I couldn't really find a lot about Patty's childhood and early life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but she did grow up in Marion, Ohio, and she graduated high school in 1990. She was really close with two of her sisters, Janine and Marsha Patty was described as loving and devoted to her family. She was also very responsible and headstrong, which I feel like being the baby of the family—that's not something that you typically see. No, but Patty was definitely like, if I'm if I want to do something, I'm going to do it, and nobody's going to stop me. Mm-hmm. After graduation, Patty briefly worked at Sears and then J.G. Clark before she took a position at the Honda Manufacturing Facility when she was 19. Okay. At some point in her early 20s, Patty had gotten married and then she subsequently got divorced. Although she and her ex-husband remained friendly and on good terms because during their marriage, they did have a daughter, McKaylee. Mm Mm-hmm. And Patty was absolutely head over heels in love with her daughter and would do anything to make her happy. In photos, they both just, like, they're both smiling and they just look very, like, happy and content with being with each other.
1: Yay! It's a good start.
0: (laughs) Yeah, being a single mom. And she was also really young, too. So, And then I know that had to be, like, very difficult to Mm -hmm. be a single parent. But again, she was, you know, taking on the world. So for her, she was just like, it's fun. I can do it by myself. That's fine. But again, her ex-husband was still there. He wasn't absent, so I don't want to make it sound like he wasn't in the picture, because he definitely was.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: By late June 2001, Patty had been at Honda for about 10 years, and she'd been working her way up the ladder and was currently a production team manager on second shift. Um, She was also expecting to get another promotion in the next coming weeks. But at the time, she lived alone with her daughter and her pets. Mm -hmm. Patty had always been independent and self-sufficient. She faced everything head-on, and she wasn't afraid of doing difficult things like being a single mom. However, in the months prior to June 2001, she had shared with her sisters and her best friend that she had met someone and was completely, like, 100% head over heels in love with him. Okay. She said that she believed she'd found her soulmate And that they shared a really deep connection. They, you know, made each other laugh and they talked Mm -hmm. about everything. She had met John at work at the Honda factory. Her sister, Marsha, was a bit shocked that Patty had fallen so hard for someone. And because that wasn't really like Patty, Patty was not ever any like, was not the type of person that needed a partner to feel happy and complete. And so when she told her sister that she had fallen for someone, her sister was shocked that it happened so fast.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um but she was definitely even more shocked and concerned when she was told that John was married and had children.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Patty and Marsha, you know, they kind of talked about it. Mhm. Um and I kind of talked about this a little bit before in the Heather Elvis episode, but I want to mention it again here too. Uh, no one thinks that having an affair is a good idea or the right thing to do. Like we can all agree and li- agree like it's not the right thing. Correct. Um, but I can also understand that it's easy to like judge and point fingers based on what a situation looks like from the outside. Mm-hmm. But we don't know the entirety of the situation. No. or how and why the affair began, and we're not Privy to the conversations that occur between Patty and John about his marriage and his relationship. We only have the information that Patty shared with her sisters based on the conversation that she and John had had.
1: Mm -hmm. So we don't
0: truly know like what's going on.
1: So she, we, do we know, and I don't know if you're going to get to this in the story, if it was a thing where he was like, we're working on a divorce where eventually he would be free or.
0: So he had told Patty like, from what Patty had told Marcia, that Patty believed that she and John were having a future together. hmm He had told her that he was going to be leaving his wife. Okay. And, like, he and Patty had even discussed the possibility of having more children. Mm-hmm. So, they were building a life together. Mm-hmm. Or what Patty thought they would be building a life together. Yes. Okay.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yes. And so, at the time, McKaylee was currently seven. And mm-hmm. Patty, like... Was really happy at the thought of, like, building a life with this person, Mm -hmm. having more kids, siblings for McKaylee. Patty had also shared with one of her best friends that, um, who also worked at the Honda factory, that she and John were in a relationship. But Patty, other than telling her sisters and her one friend, was very quiet about their relationship. Like, Dem wanted to get out. This man was married.
1: Mm -hmm. and didn't
0: tell anybody else.
1: Exactly. And people would judge for all the wrong reasons because, like you said, we weren't privy to those conversations.
0: And and it's really easy. Like, it's really easy to judge. But you Mm -hmm. don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know... Like, you just don't know. And I'm not going to judge Patty for the decisions that Patty made. Like, Patty was going off of the information that she was given.
1: Exactly. So,
0: initially, when Patty told Marsha about John, Marsha had been pretty honest with her and said, I don't think it's a good idea that you're getting involved with a married man. But... Patty was adamant that John's marriage was essentially over, and he had told her he doesn't have any desire to repair it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Marcia saw that Patty believed that John would be leaving his wife, and she realized, like, there's no changing Patty's mind. Like, Patty fully believes this, and, you know, and so at the time, John was business partners with, he co-owned a business, too, aside from the Honda, Uh working at Honda, with his wife's brother mm-hmm. so patty had shared with marcia that she'd actually been helping john get out of the business um that he co-owned so that when he divorced his wife his wife wouldn't be like wouldn't have access to the businesses that he owned mm-hmm. so she'd actually been loaning him mm-hmm. money to help i guess break his contract to get out of that business she stated that she'd loaned him somewhere in the area of $20,000. Holy at crap. At that time. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yes. And at the time, she and John had been together for about a year or so. hmm That's like a lot of money to loan somebody. like oh, Relationship or not. hmm Like, if I had $20,000 to loan somebody... That's only like, I mean, I don't have $20,000 to loan somebody. No,
1: me either. But if
0: I did, it would have to be like a life or death situation. And I would have to really love and trust you.
1: Exactly. I mean... When I loan out money now to friends, especially, like, if it's, like, a $20 or $30 here, which I have been asked for, most of the time, I'll say, just take it. And then if they promise to give it back and they do, great. If not, I'm not going to fight over $20. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's not going to break the bank. But $20,000 mm-hmm. is a completely different story. Yes,
1: a very different story.
0: But it also, like, Patty really did seem to love and trust him. Mm-hmm. And her family, like, in interviews that I watched with her sisters, they said that Patty, like, she valued relationships and connections more than money. So to her, obviously, yes, it was a lot of money. But for her, it was like investing in the future that she and John would have together Mm -hmm. once his marriage was over. So sometime in June, Patty had informed Marsha that during the week of July 4th, when the Honda factory shuts down completely... they call it, it like, shutdown um, for the week of the 4th, that she and John were going to be taking a week-long trip together to Canada Mm -hmm. to stay at a remote cabin. Patty was really excited, and she kind of saw this as the first step in making her relationship with John public Uh and moving forward and building their future together. So she'd made arrangements for McKaylee to spend... The first half of the week with McKaylee's dad. Mm -hmm. And then Marsha would pick McKaylee up on Wednesday of that week and stay with her until Sunday. And Patty would come back and pick McKaylee up around noon on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So in discussing the trip, Marsha was concerned with some of the details of the trip that Patty had provided to her. For starters, the area where Patty and John would be staying was so remote that Patty would most likely not have cell service the entire week,
2: Ooh. which
0: meant that Marcia would be a- unable to speak with Patty until she returned. Mm-hmm. And Patty and Marcia were close; they spoke like multiple times a week mm-hmm. or multiple times a day. So not being able to speak for her an entire week was, you know, upsetting for Marcia. Yeah. And the fact that you know she wouldn't be able to call and check on McKaylee. Mm-hmm. And McKaylee and Patty were really close, so that was concerning for her. And then secondly, Patty told Marsha that she was only going to be taking a small duffel bag with her because Mm -hmm. John had told her, don't bring any clothes, don't bring anything. We're going to buy everything we need when we get there. And Marsha was like, that's, you know, weird. Like, why are you going to buy all new stuff when you could just, like, pack it and you're going to be staying in a remote, remote place like where is there going to be to shop to that buy is, everything that you need That is exactly what I was
1: getting ready to ask I'm like if it's so remote where like there's no mall there's no Walmart or Target
0: Yeah And then finally Patty told marcia that on the day that she and John ja would be leaving for the trip she was going to ride into work with the coworker
2: Mhm
0: Um she didn't want to leave her car parked at Honda for like the entire week she was going to be mm-hmm. gone because she and John were going to leave together immediately after work. Now the thing is, John's going to be driving a company truck from Honda to the cabin in Canada. They were going to drive. There, why? Okay. I don't know why he was not taking his personal okay. vehicle. It could have, I mean.
1: Maybe he kind of was essentially loaned one Is because I know some dealerships will rent you a car and since they were a factory, correct? Or manufacturer? Yeah, uh,
0: manufacturer. Maybe they had something like that going on. Maybe so. Um, I don't know exactly where they were going in Canada, um, but they could have driven from Mary Marysville, Ohio to Toronto in mm-hmm. under like seven hours. So oh. they could have gotten there pretty quickly. I had no clue it was that close. Me either. So the only thing with this is is that John had to drop a coworker off at his house, like the coworker's house. Before he and Patty could head to Canada. hmm So, Patty told Marsha that she would be hiding in the back of the truck under a tonneau cover until this man, until John dropped this man off at home. And then Patty would get out from under the tonneau cover and get in the truck with John. Now, I don't, do you know what a tonneau cover is?
1: I do not, I but. Did, I
0: do did not. So, it's like, basically, it's like a really hard piece of, like, Not fabric, but it's a hard piece of material you put over the back of the truck, and then you can take it off. Mm -hmm. Like, if you saw it, you would... Well, I've seen them around town before.
1: Are they almost like the tops to the back of trailers that people back in the day used to, like, sleep under and called it camping?
0: They're not... They don't... They're not raised up. It's like a flat piece that you lay across. Yeah, it's not Mm -hmm. one of those. It's like a flat, black Mm -hmm. piece of fabric that you can, like, roll up. Yeah, okay. Okay. So... Essentially, Patty's going to be hiding under this until this man mm-hmm. drops them. And again, I'm not going to judge or victim blame or shame. No. She trusted John. And given the situa- like the circ- situation, like the circumstances of their situation, mm-hmm. I could see how Patty didn't see this as a red flag. Because everything's been a secret. This has to be a yes. secret too. So she did not think anything
1: mm-hmm. of it. True.
0: So on Friday, June 29th, Patty dropped her pets off at the vet because that's where they were going to be boarded for the week that she was gone. Mm-hmm. And she dropped McKaylee off at McKaylee's dad's house. She called to let Marcia know that she was getting ready to go into work. and told her she would call as soon as she could. She let her know, like, she may not have cell service along the way or once she gets there, but if they stopped, she would call her. Uh-huh. And if she wasn't able to call her, then she would call her as soon as she got back. Mm-hmm. And she ended the call by stating, kiss, kiss, I love my sis. Like, that was a thing that she and Marcia said to each other all the time. that's sweet. That is very sweet. When I talk to my brothers, he answers the phone and says, what? (laughs) And then whenever I say, okay, love you, he's like, okay, love you too. I'm like, okay, well, thank
1: you. I'm
0: glad to know that you care about me.
1: Yeah, I don't think my siblings and I do that on all of our phone calls. Though most of the time I'm also calling them by different names because I call them names by Bob's Burger characters. So <laughs> <laughs> so on Sunday, July 8th, 2001,
0: around 1230, Marsha had not yet heard from Patty. So she began to call Patty's house because mm-hmm. it was very unlike Patty to not call as soon as she got back into town to check on McKaylee. Mm-hmm. Marsha thought that maybe she was just running late and was still out of like service range. Yeah. So, she called every half hour for a while, and then she started calling every 15 minutes. And then she started calling back to back, and she was not getting an answer. Mm -hmm. She even drove over to Patty's house on the off chance that maybe, like, John had dropped Patty off, and she was trying to get settled after a week of being gone, but Patty wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So, around 3.30, she made the decision to call John's house, and his wife answered. So, Marcia pretended to be someone that was interested in his business. Uh-huh. And asked if he was home, to which his wife said, he's not here right now, but he'll be back later on this afternoon. And that was a little bit of comfort to Marcia. She was thinking, like, okay, like, they're just running late. They'll mm-hmm. be back. You know, it's fine. Yeah. However, after a few more hours passed, and she'd still not seen or heard from Patty, she called John's house again. And this time he was there. hmm so, John got on the phone, and Marsha was like, where's Patty? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And John kind of paused a, a minute, and he was like, Patty? Like, Patty from Honda? He acted like he barely knew who Patty mm-hmm. was, and he denied that they had been together. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he'd been home all week. And so, Marsha was like...
1: <laughs> That's a huge red flag.
0: Yeah, Marsha said, like, she immediately... Was, was like, what did you do to her? Mm-hmm. Because she said, like, in that moment, she knew something terrible had happened to Patty.
1: Yeah, I assumed that he probably told his wife he was on a business trip or something, but he are saying, I've been home all week, he and he been home all the week. wife is there too, yeah. something's up.
0: So, it had been in the back of her mind when Patty didn't return, like, around the time that she was supposed to pick Michaela up. Mm-hmm. But when John denied even knowing Patty, like, other than work, Marcia's heart sank. Yeah. Like, she knew immediately. Like, something happened. Patty would just not up and leave her daughter and walk away from her life. No. And she'd seen how excited Patty was when she talked about this trip to Canada with John. Like, Patty believed, I'm going to Canada with my boyfriend. We're going to start planning our future together. Like,
2: mm-hmm. this
0: is the beginning for us. So, she called her sister Janine Um, Who was visiting their mother in Indiana. Janine actually lived in Florida, um, but she was just visiting for the time. So, all three of them were in a panic because Mm -hmm. this was not like Patty. Yeah. So, around 7 p.m. that evening, Marsha contacted authorities to report Patty as missing. This is, like, Patty was supposed to be back at 1230. Mm -hmm. It's 7 p.m. now. And this is when Marsha calls to report Patty missing. Yeah. And police were already at a disadvantage when they began to search for Patty because she'd been missing for over a week Mm -hmm. before anybody even knew she was missing. Yeah. And you know, they weren't expecting to hear from her. So it wasn't weird when they didn't hear from her.
1: I was just getting ready to comment about that. Like she's probably missing the whole week.
0: Yeah. And the 48 hours after a person disappears is the most critical in the search. Mm -hmm. So they don't, you know, they're at a big disadvantage. Yeah, And Marsha is losing her mind. Like she couldn't sleep. So, around 3 a.m. that morning, she calls John back. And mm-hmm. when his wife answered, Marsha completely spilled the beans. She told her that John and Patty had been having an affair for a little bit over a year, and that um, John and Patty were supposed to be gone for like a week to Canada. Um, and the wife spoke to Marsha for like maybe like 15 minutes before she handed the phone to John. Mm-hmm. And when John got on the phone, he was like, Why do you think I knew Patty so well? Like, completely not knowing her. But Marsha was able to give him a lot of information about, like, himself, his kids, his business. Just, uh-huh. like, stuff in general about his life that she would not have known unless she'd been told. And it mm-hmm. was stuff that Patty would not have known unless Patty had been told. Exactly. So, Marsha was on the phone with him for, like... 45 minutes, mm-hmm. but he continuously denied having an affair with Patty or really even knowing her outside of work.
1: I was say, did he deny even working there? But it didn't sound like that.
0: No. Yeah. He like, he, he was basically like, yeah, I know Patty from work, but mm-hmm. anything else it wasn't. So Detective Jeff Styers and Detective James Patton were assigned to work Patty's case. And they began the investigation by going to Patty's house, searching Patty's house. Everything looked completely normal. Like, mm-hmm. her clothes were still there. Like, if something happened to Patty, it did not happen at Patty's house. Uh-huh. Nothing was out of the ordinary. It all looked extremely normal, aside from the fact that they found copious amounts of, like, money ties. You know, those, like, paper bands you get when you get, like, a large amount of cash taken out of the bank? Uh-huh. That's what they found. Okay. Okay um but that also makes sense because patty had told marcia she had been giving john money mm-hmm. and when marcia had asked her like are you giving him checks like are you keeping like track of what he owes you patty's like oh no like we can't have any paper trail so she's giving him cash lots of cash mm-hmm. so that would explain the massive amount of um money toss that they mm-hmm. found they also seized her computer and requested access to her financial records, and when they got information back about Patty's financial records, they found out that she had taken out a substantial amount of money, presumably mm-hmm. to give John. It wasn't $20,000.
1: Oh, no. It
0: was somewhere in the realm of $90,000. Are
1: you kidding? Yeah.
0: She'd taken out, like, $30,000 out of her 401k. She took out a second mortgage. She cashed, cashed in stock, and she got cash advances on credit cards.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that is really not good.
0: No. Um, so Detective Styers and Detective Pat, and they also went to speak with Patty's coworkers at Honda. Mm-hmm. And when they spoke with them, they discovered that you know Patty was a really well liked employee. She was a friendly face. She was a hard worker. Like she was responsible. She worked second shift, which was 3 p.m. until midnight Uh
1: uh-huh
0: so on the day that she disappeared she made sure everybody that worked her line was aware like that you need to have your area cleaned done i'm like we're leaving at 12 Mm -hmm. um she said i want to leave right away be done when it's time to clock out y'all's asses better be done because we're leaving
1: (laughs) yes like as if it was friday
0: Yes. Well, and it was.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, it, even it more so. And it
0: was like, the you know, they were going to be closed the entire next week. Mm-hmm. So, it was like everybody was on vacation. She was wanting to get out of there.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, even more urgency than just a normal Friday.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, and her coworkers mm-hmm. thought that was unusual for Patty because she's a shift manager. Mm-hmm. She's usually the last person there. She stays behind everybody, goes down the line to make sure everything's in order, but they just assumed that she was ready for a break. hmm And they all really liked Patty and saw so how hard she worked. So all of the workers on her line did what she asked. Like, they made sure they were done. And so when detectives pulled the time cards, they saw that Patty clocked out of work at 19 seconds past midnight. Uh-huh. On June 29th.
1: Okay. That's probably a little sooner than her average clock out time. Uh,
0: much <sighs> sooner. Much sooner. Um, she was last seen hurrying up the stairs towards the parking lot by her co-workers. And so, remember, like, Patty had told Marsha in order to avoid anybody seeing her and John leave together and to avoid the co-worker that John had to take home knowing that Patty and John were leaving together, mm-hmm. she's hiding in the back of that truck uh-huh. under the tonneau cover. And so, she needed to clock out of work as fast as possible To be able to get up to the parking garage and hide before anybody saw her. Mm -hmm. So when Detective Styers and Detective Patton questioned Patty's coworkers, none of them mentioned, like, even noticing any kind of flirtation between Patty and John. Like, Mm -hmm. from Patty towards anybody. They said, like, yeah, Patty's a shift manager, and she walks around and she spends time talking to people, but that's not unusual because, like, that's part of her job. Yes, the only corroboration they found of, like, what Marsha had told detectives was from Patty's friend that also worked at Honda. Mm-hmm. And then Patty had confided in her, like, John and I have a relationship. Uh-huh. We're going to Canada. And her friend had told um, detectives, like, the whole way to work that day. Patty could not stop talking about the trip. She was so excited.
1: hmm Okay, good. Someone else.
0: Yes. So, in speaking with Marsha, Janine, Marsha and Janine, Patty's sisters, and then Patty's best friend and coworker, um, they heard the details of the trip that Patty and John were planning. And when they heard the details of the trip, detectives were immediately suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially when they like found out that Patty was going to be hiding under a tonneau cover before that. So, as detectives are speaking with potential witnesses and gathering what evidence they can, Patty's family and friends were searching anywhere they could think of. Like, they were searching back roads and Mm cornfields and, like, any place they could think, but they didn't find Patty. So, on July 13th, two weeks after the last time anybody had seen Patty, police went to speak with John and his wife, as well as search his property and the business that he co-owned with his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when they went to speak with John, he again denied any relationship with Patty. He said, well, I did receive a birthday card from Patty, but they weren't close. And he thought it was weird, so he tore it up because he was afraid his wife would find it and become jealous. Mm-hmm. And the detectives thought that was a little bit weird. It is. Like, why, in a factory with over 4,000 employees, would you get a birthday card from somebody that you weren't really close to? hmm Like, it wasn't a card that Patty picked up as a shift manager and everybody on the line signed it. Uh-huh. It was a birthday card from Patty to John, and nobody else was involved. Like, <laughs> they thought that was weird. That would be very weird. <clears throat> Additionally... Detectives found a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt that Patty had bought for John the year prior when she went to visit Janine in Miami. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: they knew that it was from Patty because she had bought it when she was with Janine. So Janine saw this shirt and John's wife didn't know where he got it. Mm. So that is another tie. Yes, So, the card and the t-shirt are tiny pieces of evidence linking Patty to John. And speaking with John's wife, she didn't appear to have any knowledge at all of Patty. Mm -hmm. And she told detectives, like, there's no way John is having an affair. He goes to work and he comes home. He doesn't have time to have an affair.
1: So, she did not believe the sister when she told her everything?
0: Apparently not. Wow. She, John's wife said that on June 29th, John got home around 2.30 a.m. and had been in town the entire week the Honda factory was closed. Like, he had been doing projects around the house that they had planned for him to complete during the week the Honda was closed. So, he Mm -hmm. never had any intention of leaving town. John told investigators that on the night Patty disappeared, he did give his friend a ride home from work. Mm -hmm. He said that they'd stopped to get some fast food and then he dropped his friend off at the house. That's why he got home at 2.30. They get off at midnight. And I, I don't know exactly where his friend lived, how long it took. Yeah, That's two and a half hours. But his friend corroborated the information. Okay. So I don't know if, you know, I can't imagine that you're driving an hour and a half to take your friend home at midnight. Mm-hmm. But maybe they sat in the parking lot and talked. I can't imagine that a Burger King's going to be... Really busy at <laughs> no. midnight. Like, I, you know. But that's a lot of, infor- you know, a lot of time.
1: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: But his friend did corroborate that information, and his wife said that he had been home after that. So, investigators, you know, they're suspicious. They bring in a canine unit to search John's property. The dog alerted near some freshly poured concrete on oh. John's property. hmm um but when they brought in a backhoe and dug the area up there wasn't anything there oh. um but that doesn't mean that there hadn't been something there because generally most dogs would only alert if a body was there or if remains had been there mm-hmm. and had been moved mhm okay so investigators were able to gain access to the work truck that John had driven the week of shutdown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when they searched the truck, they found, like, the parts of the tonneau cover that were required to secure it to the bed of the the truck. Um, but the tonneau cover was missing.
1: Of course it was.
0: John said that he'd only used the tonneau cover for about a week, which was the week of shutdown, um, to cover his fishing equipment. Because he said that, you know, I I've in town the whole week of shutdown... But he did go on a fishing trip with some of his friends towards the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he'd ordered the tonneau cover about a week <clears throat> prior to shutdown, and then he installed it on the morning of the 29th, which is the same day it was delivered and the same day that Patty disappeared. After he'd taken it off the truck, he'd stored it in a loft at the business that he co-owned with his brother.
2: hmm
0: So, with his brother-in-law, sorry. So, detectives were able to locate that cover, and it was where John said he had placed it. Um, John's managers at the Honda factory said that, yeah, we noticed that John installed a tonneau cover on the truck, but we don't know why he did, because that truck we used to carry, like, material. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's large material that's not going to fit under a tonneau cover. So, it didn't make any sense for him to buy it. And aside from that, tonneau covers are not cheap. They're like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. So investigators thought it was weird that he spent a couple hundred dollars to cover his fishing equipment for like three days.
1: Well, and is it not weird that he still has the company truck while he's still in town?
0: That, yeah. That wasn't mentioned, but now that you mention it, that is very <laughs> weird too, yeah. Because
1: I mean, Like, it would be one thing if he's like, oh, my car broke down, so work is going to provide or, me a way back and forth. Or, or- maybe...
0: His fishing equipment was, he was saying his fishing equipment's big, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't fit in his car. I don't know the exact excuse as to why he had the company truck. Okay. But he his the managers at the Honda factory did see the tonneau cover and thought it was weird that he would install mm-hmm. it on a company truck and spend that much money for something he was going to use for, like, three or four days. Yeah. So investigators sent the tonneau cover off to the lab to be tested for evidence, Um, you know, to see if they could find anything. Mm-hmm. So, while they're waiting to get the the results of that back, they accessed John's financial records. But they didn't see anywhere that he had received a large amount of money. But it's likely that he would not have deposited that much money. Like, he, she gave it to him in cash. It wasn't through a check or Mm -hmm. a bank transfer. So, it's not like they would have been able to see it.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: honestly, if he's trying to hide it, they're not going to find it. Exactly. So, when the crime lab analysis of the tonneau cover was complete, um, the there was a small amount of blood and some cat hair that was found on the tonneau cover.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the blood was tiny, tiny. One of the investigators said that when it was described to him, like, from the crime lab, it's like, if you... Sm- like squash a mosquito, uh-huh. the amount of blood that comes out of that mosquito, that's how much they found on the tonneau cover. So it's mm, like a not tiny a little amount. Mm-hmm. Detectives wanted the cat hair and the blood to be tested. But because the amount of blood that was so tiny, um, like found on the mm-hmm. tonneau cover, like it could have been tested. But if they tested it, it would just d- dis- like destroy the entire sample uh-huh. and doing so like they may not even have enough blood there to get any kind of results
1: mm-hmm' That's what I was afraid of
0: so the crime lab advised the detectives to wait because there's always like advances in DNA mm-hmm. and maybe one day they would be able to test the sample and maybe not destroy it or science advances enough so that testing that they would be able to get conclusive results. Mm-hmm. So, they waited on that. Okay. So, they went ahead and sent the cat hair off to be tested. Mm Mm-hmm. And when they got the results back, the crime lab was able to conclusively show that the cat hair found on the tonneau cover belonged to one of Patty's cats.
1: Oh. Another twist in the story.
0: So, it is believed that the cat hair came from Patty's clothes mm-hmm. when she got onto the bed of the truck. Like, that's the only way to explain it yeah. being there.
1: Exactly. So like, the cat wasn't...
0: <laughs> the cat, no. And the tonneau cover was on the truck for, like, a couple mm-hmm. days. And then he took it off and rolled it up and stored it in the loft. hmm So, unfortunately, with that being the only piece of physical evidence in the case... This case has not yet been tried or officially solved. John has never been named a suspect, only a person of interest in the disappearance of Patty Atkins. But Patty's friends and family believe that John murdered Patty on June 29th 2001, and the missing persons case has been changed to a homicide investigation. Um, Patty's sister, Marcia, said, like, she didn't think about it at the time, but looking back at the conversation that she and John had, or she, John and his wife had on the Uh morning in the early, um, like the hours after she realized Patty was missing. Like she wondered like, why didn't they hang up? Why did they talk to me for 45 minutes? She said like, she thinks that they both know what happened to Patty Mm -hmm. and they were trying to see how much she knew to gauge like, what actually was happening. Uh-huh. Um, Police still mm-hmm. check in with the crime lab uh, to see if, you know, science has advanced enough. But I, you know, before we recorded today, I did another check-in. It doesn't look like the blood has yet been tested um, from the tonneau cover.
1: I was afraid you were going to say that because I haven't, like, what little I know about blood testing and the amount you described... I don't think we're there yet.
0: No. And they have, like, a lot of circumstantial evidence. Mm-hmm. Like, the cat hair. Yes. That's, like, a huge piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. But that's literally the only thing they have. I mean, they have the card that he said that Patty gave him and the t-shirt. Uh-huh. But they can't prove that the money that Patty had taken out, gave, she gave to John. Mm-hmm. Because there's no record of that. Yeah, And John was supposed to have started paying Patty back. All that money, the following month that she disappeared. So mm. she disappeared June twenty ninth. He was supposed to start paying her back in July.
1: So then, I guess is the working theory that he could have killed her so he wouldn't have to pay all that money back, since it was more like ninety thousand and not just. 20, I don't 000. know.
0: I don't know if he. <clears throat> the theory is that he killed her because of the money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or because he didn't want his wife to know. Mm-hmm. But the theory, you know, that investigators believe is that he killed her. But they have no idea where her body could be. Mm -hmm. I think that the freshly poured concrete at his house is very telling. Yes. But again, they dug that up and they didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. And again, he's never been named a suspect, just a person of interest. Um, If they were to take this to trial with just circumstantial evidence... Like, you really can't convict somebody on that. No. Like, it it leads to a certain, like, conclusion that mm-hmm. you think could happen. But, honestly, you can't say with 100% certainty that that happened. Yeah. And if he were to be acquitted or found not guilty, and then other evidence did come up later mm-hmm. on, well, he can't be tried again because double jeopardy laws exist. Exactly. So, Patty Atkins has been missing... 22 years. She just hit the 22-year anniversary of her missing on June 29th.
1: Wow. Because she went missing in 2020. No, excuse me. 20, uh,
0: 2001.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's so easy would be like, 2001.
0: Yeah, 22 oh. years. Her daughter was seven at the time. She mm-hmm. disappeared, so her daughter, you know, 29 now. Mm-hmm. She's an adult, and she spent her entire, you know, her entire life without her mom. Mm-hmm. She was seven when Patty disappeared, you know, so she only had, you know... Just a handful of memories. Mm-hmm. Her mom's missed everything, and her mom would have never missed that. Like, if Patty had been able to get back to McKaylee, Patty would have gotten back to McKaylee. Yeah.
1: She absolutely would have, from how you described them. Do we know, or like, is there anything about, because I know you said, like, the family thinks that he and the wife both know what happened to her. And well, she did seem...
0: The investigators did not in- implicate that his wife knew what happened.
2: Okay.
0: Marsha, Patty's sister, mm-hmm. was wondering why they both stayed on the phone because she felt like they were wanting to know what she knew.
1: Mm-hmm. But I guess I, I guess my question, I guess, probably should have been, like, so do we know if his wife even believes that they had the affair?
0: From what she told investigators, no. His wife did not, like, his wife did not let investigators think that she knew so they think that she did not know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: what was happening because she said he goes to work and then he comes home he does not have time to have an affair because he's always here he's here every night and patty had told her sisters like most of their time together was spent at work like Mm -hmm. they had just a handful of like um meetups outside of work in the time they were together Mm -hmm. So investigators were well aware that you know, the affair that happened was definitely more of an emotional affair as opposed to like a physical one. Uh huh. Which okay. is also very dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. emotions are so much more. Like, when you get emotionally involved with someone, that is so much more intense mm-hmm. than just like a physical relationship.
1: Okay. Because I mean, I'm not trying to cast suspicion on the wife or anything, listeners. I just wanted to know. I mean, like, it, it seemed to me like he was playing like, oh, I just, you know, we work in the same office. That's how I know her. When it, to me, it's very clear that he clearly knew her better than he's letting on.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely was clear that that he knew her better. And it's not, you know, Patty clearly thought that they had a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of those things where Patty was like a stalker and was just like surprising him. And the thing is, Even, and I'm not saying this was the case, I think Patty and John had a full-on relationship and Patty fully believed they were going to be together. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: If Patty was, you know, and this is just not what I think happened, but if you think Patty was just, like, infatuated with this man Mm -hmm. and was, like, stalking him, Patty was on the back of that truck. Mm -hmm. So, even if he didn't think they had a relationship... Patty was still in the back of that truck. Yeah. He had to know she was in the back of that truck. Mm-hmm. Where's Patty? Exactly. Because he still would have been the last person to see her, even if they were not in a relationship, even if she was stalking him. Mm-hmm. He still would have been the last person that saw Patty because Patty was on the back of that truck.
1: Yes. If, if that was the case, he could have called police. He would. I don't think he would have kept the shirt because I would not
0: Keep accept a an a unwanted sol- gift. No. Yeah. Mm-mm.
1: Absolutely not. Just...
0: I think the fact that he admitted that he had received a birthday card from Patty, Mm -hmm. but tore it up because he didn't want his wife to get jealous. Mm -hmm. If you just got a birthday card from someone that just said happy birthday, there's nothing there to get jealous about. What else did Patty write in that card Mm -hmm. that you had to tear it up?
1: I did not even think of that. I just thought he was trying to hide any paper evidence, but you're right.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's just a card that says happy birthday... I mean, mm-hmm. I have happy birthday cards from people that I, you know, like acquaintances at work. Yeah. That are just like, happy birthday from like, you know, the opposite sex. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. completely fine. There's nothing there. I was like, getting ready
1: to say my coworkers, especially at the previous job, each of them on my birthday would give me a birthday card and there yeah. was nothing suspicious no, and about it. No, it's not
0: something you would have to hide from anybody. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he didn't just like throw, he tore it up. Didn't yeah. even like throw it away. He tore it up. Like, that's suspicious.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it very much is. Oh. I agree.
0: But until this day, like, no one knows where Patty is.
1: That's, uh, gosh, it's so sad. And these disappearances get me when there's, like, I don't say like there's little information. Like, there's definitely more information in this case, but there's still only kind of a little also. Like, we don't know to what happened after that week.
0: No. Well, we don't know what happened on that night. Well, I think two, two. that it's suspicious that it took him two and a half hours to get home. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I don't think that you're going to be sitting in line for 40 minutes waiting for your cheeseburger at midnight. And, again, I don't know how, like, the location of where he was dropping his friend off, Mm -hmm. how far that is. But I can't imagine it would be two and a half hours. Mm
1: -mm. Absolutely not. So there's a
0: lot of time there, too, that I'm like, what were you doing?
1: Yeah, like, they, they were eating fast food. There's no good place... You know, open that late. Like, no sit-down fancy restaurant open that late that would no. take that time.
0: Well, and then they said it was a fast-food place. It was just a drive through
1: Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. They eating, like, McDonald's or Taco Bell.
0: You know, and you <laughs> had that whole week to, you know, again, mm-hmm. we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But the evidence, like, what physical evidence we have indicates that Patty was on the back of that truck. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way Patty's cat hair could have gotten on that truck.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Man, but, yeah. I want. I wish there weren't disappearances, but. There's I just, I, too many.
0: I want to know what happened. Yeah. I mean, again, if Patty was stalking him, that still means he was the last person to see Patty. Mm-hmm. Like, he. No matter, like, how you spin that situation, Patty was on the back of that truck, so he would have been the last person to see Patty. Yeah. And, you know, maybe. Maybe something happened. Maybe. There was an accident and, like, Patty got, you know, had an accident under the the, the tonneau cover mm-hmm. and died. Like, something like that. And then he didn't know what to do. But, again, like, he knows, you know, based on what evidence we have now, it would lead someone to believe mm-hmm. that he would know what happened to Patty yeah. and where she's at.
1: Yeah, there's too many things that don't make sense and too many missing pieces that he would have to know. Yeah. Because I would know if someone, you know, if someone's in your car, like, you would know, regardless of what happens.
0: Well, I mean, he, would, he, would, he had to get out, and, mm-hmm. you know, he was putting stuff in the back of the truck, so he would see if there was someone back there once, you know, he got home and looked in there. I mean, obviously, you couldn't see her under the tonneau cover, but...
1: Ugh. So frustrating.
0: It is, yeah. For her family and her friends, Mm -hmm. like, to not know or to, you know, to have an idea but not be able to say definitively. And not be able to bring her home. I think that's, like, one of the worst parts. Like, sometimes the not knowing is worse than the knowing Mm -hmm. because at least then you have an answer. Yeah. But the not knowing, your brain goes through a thousand different scenarios Mm -hmm. as to what had happened. And I always think, like, you know... Statistically, you are more likely to be murdered by someone you know Mm -hmm. rather than a stranger. Yes. And in situations like that where it's someone that you love and you think loves you, Mm -hmm. I just can't help, like, just feel for that person. Like, you know, this person that I love, this person that we're going to have a future with, like, completely just you don't realize, like, that person has you know, harmful intent towards Mm
1: -hmm. you. Yeah, you leave yourself completely open and vulnerable. So, in essence, it's easy for them.
0: Yeah, and that just, you know, I feel like, you know, Patty was giving this person money, Mm -hmm. $90,000. That's a lot of money.
1: That's, oh my goodness, that could have, I mean, like, I'm surprised working at a manufacturer, she had that much money.
0: I mean, Patty was very frugal with her money. Like, Mm -hmm. she paid for what she and McKaylee needed, um, and then she saved. She was Mm -hmm. a saver. So she had the money, and again, he was supposed to be paying it back. It wasn't something she's saying. I'm just giving you this money. There was an agreement. This is to help you get out of your contract with your business partner. So mm-hmm. when you know when we are together and you divorce your wife, she's not going to have access to your money. So and, and Patty felt it was like an investment in our future. So she didn't think anything of it. And, you know, you don't just give $90,000 to somebody that no. you don't have some kind of connection with.
1: Exactly. Someone who's not just a coworker that you sometimes say hi to in the break room. You don't do that. Yeah.
0: No, no. But Patty is still missing. Um, she, you know, her family believes, like, they're, they're not going to see her again. They don't believe she's still alive. Mm-hmm. But they just, they would like answers. Yes. And we'll put in the show notes uh, a number you can call if you have any information about, you know, the disappearance of Patty that is
1: that's the case wow
0: and there's not you know that there's not a, a lot of information and disappearances like that like really get me because uh, somebody knows something
1: Mm-hmm. yes yes yeah, somebody does for sure and i believe i know who we know that one somebody is but someone else can know something as well all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed that, or mm-hmm. I guess we hope you, I guess enjoyed listening. I don't know. Saying enjoyed sounded a little. Yeah, odd.
0: it's not something to be enjoyed. We hope no. that you like. You know, share. We'll put Patty's pictures up online. You can find her um, uh, Facebook page, like the fa- the page- the Facebook page that her family has. If you want to share mm-hmm. that, something. Like, sometimes it just takes sharing a picture. Yeah. To get the word back out and like refresh somebody's memory, mm-hmm. so we'll link um, the Facebook page that her family has set up for information about Patty. So if you have information, if you want to share Pat- Patty's photo, mm-hmm. you know, just maybe spark somebody's memory.
1: Yes. All right. Well, if you guys are interested in connecting with us online, you can do so on Instagram at Monsters and Murder Pod. And also, you could send us an email at monstersandmurderpod at gmail.com. Yeah.
0: And thanks for sticking with us during that, you know, um, hiatus.
1: Yes. Yes. Until next time, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.